0: Just throwing down with Jess and Lily. That makes no sense. sense. You can be funny and not be offensive. The same way this is your workspace, this is my workspace. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. sports. You'll be a little smarter and will be a little smarter and it will be great. I was close to being right. You know what's interesting? If you don't agree with this, then just turn us us off. All right, on that note, we're throwing down hey everyone welcome back to throwing down with jess and lily i'm lily kathy levine i'm jess king and this is going to be another action-packed episode because everything is happening all the time now um but jess i'm gonna start off telling you a little bit a little bit of a story um about my <laughs> weekend. Excited. i went golf this, it's sports related for sure um, I went golfing this weekend. It's never just sports. <laughs> it's ne- oh, it's never just sports. Let me tell you. Um, I went golfing this weekend, uh, actually yesterday, uh, with my dad. We had a lovely time, and I really enjoy golf. I really like going to the driving range. It's like very, it's something that's like very relaxed for me. Um, you don't have to be good at the driving. I mean, you have to be like, you gotta know what you're doing, but no one's like watching you. There's no score or anything, and I really like that. So. I actually golf, like go out and play nine or 18 holes, maybe like once every five years. Um, And that's completely fine with me. I really enjoy it, but I don't do it. Um, And I forget (laughs) once I start playing how truly awful I am. I am so bad at golf, like just horrendous. It was a pretty like decent course, like par three, four, five, like super low-key, there was no, there wasn't a single other person in the course, there were, like, a few people later on in the day, but I am so bad, like, so bad, and it's, it's weird, because I, like, still really enjoy it, but I, I think I have, like, no upper body strength anymore, I used to, but I don't think I do anymore, um, and I just have no, like, wherewithal when it comes to, like, okay, you should really be holding the club this way and blah, 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 blah. Like I'm just like really there to have a good time. Like I respect the game. I appreciate it, but it is just like not something I'm good at. Um, and so I, I had the scorecard whatever. And I just kind of started like giving my vibe a score. Like, cause I was just, <laughs> like, I'm not even like, it's, emba- like, it's almost embarrassing. Like I was, it was taking me like 10 strokes to get on the green like, it just so bad. Welcome and I, to my life. <laughs> I also have a pretty, like, go big or go home attitude about it, where, like, for example, there's this one hole that had this, like, huge pond, um, like, you really got to hit it. Huge like, pond. Yeah, huge pond. You really have to hit it, like, 200 yards, not from the tee, but, like, after your first drive to get it over the pond, um, and there's a, there was a section of it that was a much more narrow, and my dad was like, try to go a little bit to the left and hit it over the section that was narrow, which I, I probably could have gotten it over, but I was at like the widest point of the pond, and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm here. I'm not good at this. I was like, go big or go home. I'm hitting it right over the middle, and I hit a beautiful shot. It was such a good shot. That only makes it like fifty yards because I have no upper body strength. Um, but it was like if if a regular golfer had hit that shot, it would have been so nice. Um, and so that's my thing. I'm like I could Lily, not do, an actual could,
1: golfer. Not an actual
0: golfer. I could have tried to do the more like sensible thing, which like people that care would do that. But I'm just like whatever. I'm hitting, it, I'm hitting it right over the sand trap, right over the pond. I'm probably gonna lose my ball anyway, so might as well have fun doing it. I can never
1: follow the ball. That's like the hardest thing about golf. I have the shortest attention span. I just lose it. In a...
0: <laughs> I can't. I have like trouble seeing. It was also it was really really cloudy and like kind of dark. So it. it oh yeah, resulted. I have terrible when... eyesight
1: two period if like. the
0: ball went up into the sky i would try to follow it and i just like could not see it um up i just the sky. <laughs> so i just started giving myself like on the on the seventh hole i gave myself an alligator um which is like a, an arrested development reference if every if anybody watches that show but um there was one hole i played really really well like i i crushed it i made some really good um strokes and the nine holes or 18 it was i just played nine Um, but I, it was like a par four and I think I made it in six, but I gave myself a metaphorical one because I felt I've played that hole really well. Um, Really? This is just simply not how you
1: play golf. No, not at all.
0: But it was also, it's not how you play golf at all. But me and just out having a good time, like super low stakes. I was like, whatever, we're having fun with it yeah who cares
1: i never play golf the right way anyway i'm like That's so bad whatever. at it i don't um, even want to tell you my golf i know like,
0: i totally like respect no the game saying. though i really enjoy doing it i'm just not good my at mom it. plays
1: she's super good at it i don't like to play with her because then i have to admit that she's better than me at something it
0: happens um, um so that was that i did this weekend
1: yeah lily was like in Maine all weekend she was good. gone mia i was reacting to all the news alone um because lily didn't have any you no know, i found
0: out about trump's tax returns um for the first time i think in my in the decade found out on cable news <laughs> like they announced it on cable news and i was like wow i don't watch that anymore um cable but, never heard of her <laughs> I, know, I was like when was the last time i found something out on cable
1: well, um, to fill you guys in, and I guess, am I going to yeah, fill Lily Let's
0: talk uh, news. Well, I'm caught up now, but. What the hell has
1: been going on?
0: Ooh. I'll tell you what. So, news Lakers, of the week
1: Lakers and the Heat are in the NBA finals this year. The Heat advanced the other day. Um, and with all of that going down and all the drama in the NBA, Doc Rivers is out as the Clippers head coach. Not so surprisingly for me, to be honest. Um, Rivers has been eliminated very poorly in a couple of his last playoff appearances as a head coach. So he kind of hasn't uh, been living up to his career coaching record of 943 to 681, which is a huge difference. As you could tell, he is a good coach, but this Clippers team, I guess I should say, didn't live up to what everyone expected them to do in the beginning of the season last year, when Kawhi and PG reunited on the Clippers and did their whole Shazam, the big press conference, Steve Ballmer screaming and yelling is the only thing I remember. Just to get was so long ago by the
0: Nuggets. Does that feel like forever? <laughs> ever <laughs> I, I, like I for- totally forgot about that. Um, let's but, like, talk. He was ye- yelling the whole time. Yeah, I let's thought they were talk- going to be great. I mean, they were good. Sippers.
1: What do you think happened?
0: I. I mean, I think basketball happened, to be quite frank. I think basketball has been happening a lot quite recently. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think basketball happened. Um, No, I – is it, like – I don't want to oversimplify it at all, but with the Clippers, it really strikes me. And obviously with the bubble, everything's very different. But it was less to me, like, the the Clippers aren't bad. Everyone else was better. Like, that was kind of the way – Like I think they went into the series against the Nuggets with
1: a no-sweated attitude. They were up three to one and then they blew it. And I don't know if it was because they were getting too cocky. I think, yeah, honestly. I mean
0: I mean, I think I love to like I believe I wasn't their biggest fan. I wasn't their biggest Mm -hmm. fan in the series. So I I really do believe like numbers never lie, but I also believe in like the existential aspects of the game and that like I feel like more so this season than in others like I feel like I've watched a lot of games where it's very clear one team is better and they might not be winning they might not be the team that's up but there is one team that you're like I kind of was like I I was talking to somebody about this I was kind of saying like it's weird how like sometimes teams will win a series but you know the other team was better like you know, like you know, like. So you're saying that the Clippers were better than the Nuggets. Not necessarily in this situation, but I'm more so speaking to, cause no, I'm definitely not saying that, but I think just more so the ideas behind, like, well, they were, were better Sunday, though like, in any the given regular Sunday season kind of games where like you can any you. Go to play the game and literally anybody can come out winning and there's obviously factors that go into that but like anything can happen sort of thing and exactly think- and this is what
1: we talked about last week with jordan about how i see the benefit in a seven game series when something like this happens mm-hmm. i like, guess you're up three one but anything can happen and that is exactly what happened so that's to- why
0: i think anything can happen and so then for the argument of the nuggets being the better team which is the argument i'm making I think. Um, the Nuggets showed they were the better team because they were better for three games in a row.
1: Exactly. They you know, were like
0: consistent. it wasn't a back and forth one to one, two to one, two to two, two to three. Exactly. Like, it was they came out, they had a slow start, and then they went out and showed that they were the better team in the Clippers. And then the Clippers blew
1: double digit leads like continually for the rest of the season. So series. then
0: let me ask you about this because I've, I think that it's a similar, you can make a similar argument for it, but like heat and, the Heat and the Celtics, watching those games, I think it's really, really hard to say it is very obvious that one team is better than the other. Yes. I I think there agree are games where I'm like, wow, the Heat are unfreaking stoppable Like how well, can because- they even get in their way? But then there's games where I'm like, the Celtics have just this crazy chemistry and they're just every everything with them is like so fluid. I really had no idea
1: who was gonna win that series with the Celtics and the Heat. I was really I was debating in my head every game. I would turn off the TV after one game and be like, okay, the Celtics got it. And then mm. the next game I'd be like, oh no, 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 the Heat are gonna are gonna get yeah. it. But then and I was in a debate with myself, but for the Clippers and the Nuggets, I deep down had a feeling that the Nuggets were going to win the entire time.
0: Yeah. But then I think when it comes down to the end of the series last night, um, it was much more clear that I think the Heat were the better team. Um, And that doesn't mean the Celtics aren't a good team. The Celtics are a great team. There's just certain things. Like, I think defensively the Heat can just shut – like, watching that Heat team, it was very clear, like, how important defense is when playing a team like the Celtics because the Celtics can – Put up as many threes and they'll take the game away, but if you can stop them from doing that, if you have to force them to go to the rim and they can't do it, then then you got, then by all means, run away with it. Um, exactly. So it was just a lot more like towards the end of it, I was like, okay, the Heat are the team that's more well-equipped to win the series um, for a variety of reasons and like, I don't know, if, if it was a best of nine series, does that change? Maybe. but it That would be crazy. I'm I would I think we should That would play, simply be
1: too much basketball.
0: I think we should just play like best of 13 series. No. And that's the whole <laughs> basketball <so> season. <laughs> that's the whole season. You just play it's just a bracket. I would only. hate like
1: is there ever such thing as too much basketball?
0: I don't know. I've honestly I don't think there's a, such a thing as too much. I have been a little overwhelmed lately. Um, so because many games. this is going to sound weird. The games are weirdly like e- exhausting. Like, because they're so oh, action-packed. And they're so, you're rarely watching a game now that's just, like, a 20-point blowout, and that's it. Even the games that are 20-point blowouts, they're so back and forth. Like, it's never decided in the first quarter, really. Um, and so I just feel like it's I'm much more attentive to them, and I'm paying much closer attention. And I just feel so tired after. And it's every night. Or say, you Like see my them. eyes. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting some, like, screen headaches recently. Um, but now Lakers in heat. I think it's going to be, like, Oh, I'm so everything. freaking excited. It's going to be, like, it's going to be I think so good. I think
1: I want the Heat to win. I do. I don't know why. I okay.
0: Think I so, I have a few thoughts, because I was thinking about this as the Celtics were lying down and losing. Um, it was tough. It was just – that was the hard thing to watch, and I was just, like, because they really could have come back for a long time in that game. Yeah. And then the last, like, three minutes when they still could have come back, it was just, like, there was nothing there. Literally. And i was like, All right. lying down. <laughs> Um, no, I think, um, okay. So I was thinking about who I want to win or who I think is going to win or whatever. Um, I think there's an element to it where like after Kobe and everything, I think it would be just like super stellar if the Lakers win. And people were saying that before the pandemic, like it feels like one of those destiny stories, like the Lakers are going to win the championship and it's LeBron's second year there and all of that. And I still kind of endorse that. Like, I think I might want the Lakers to win, but I love a good goon squad in the Heat. Like, they are just so yes. – They are so fun to watch. They are just so crazy. And I think watching it's, – it's fun watching, and people might disagree. People do disagree with this. I think they're, watching defensive basketball can be really fun when people do it like the Heat do it. They are just like – because they do both. They completely shut people down in um, their offensive zone, and then they go up, and Duncan Robinson hits a three. Like, and you're just like, okay, so this isn't just like defensive; like, it's a low-scoring game. Like, you are completely shutting your opponent down, and then you're coming and, like, I'm pretty sure in my, it felt like to me this isn't how it actually went down. It felt like Tyler Hero did not miss a shot. And I know he did, but like, I like missed maybe. One. Like, and so I was just like, this is just like a different, it's a different breed of basketball to watch, is watching the Heat play. They are such a fun team. So I feel like, I feel like they're like, um, Adebayo said it. He was like, we're all underdogs. Everyone on this team came in with a chip on their shoulder. Um, and I love a good underdog. So, and I, I think you that know he, I love the Heat, the Lakers are very much so not an underdog. Um, which is why it's like it'll be like watching I want I think it would be awesome if the Lakers win. this is where I feel kind of like I'm cool either way um but I think like the Lakers are just so like 2015 Golden State like I'm like oh yeah they're gonna win and they're gonna win the next 10 and it'll be fun and whatever um so I think if the Heat win I just feel like the Lakers have a lot of years to win actually maybe the Heat do too I don't know know either, yeah, either way, we're gonna have a
1: great series. And speaking of great series, um, other side of basketball, WNBA playoffs are still going on. Seattle Storm made it to the finals. That was a three-game series. Obviously. win. And remember, guys, these are only five games. So after three, they won. Um, the Aces and the Suns continued the battle to so a game five tonight. It is Tuesday as we're recording this. Game is on. Was on at seven thirty. Um, and by tomorrow, we will have a new champion cr- crowned for that fi- that game, that series. Uh, not really a champion. I shouldn't call that, it a champion. That I sentence really got away from you. Yeah, it did. I don't really know. I don't have I wasn't reading at that point, so I was like uh, brain fart. Um, anyway, speaking of champions properly, as we can call them, Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup final last night against the Dallas Stars. They finished it in a game six, and the Stars kind of had a huge underdog approach to this whole uh, series. I thought we talked about them previously a couple weeks ago when they were on their win streak. They were really hot. I thought for a point that they were going to win it, but Tampa Bay. Is I think
0: everybody did right. So yeah, but Tampa Bay Tampa is so Bay is aggressive, so good. But I just I felt like watching the Stars.
1: Everyone really thought that the Stars. I felt. Could
0: I do think it. it was like watch I think it it made a lot of sense to me that like all right, I think Tampa Bay can run away with this, but it also was like it was hard to imagine Dallas not like just putting everything on the line to win it um which they did but obviously didn't come out with the outcome that they had hoped for um but an end of a weird season my guy
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's all coming to an end right now anyway and i talked about this like i bartend two days a week during the day and I was so used to when I started doing that, having all these games like on TV and I would watch them when I get bored. And now I just feel so like stuck up, like, man, give me sports on all the time, all day, 24 seven. And now it's just not happening. And everything's going to come to an end soon, I guess. Uh, Baseball playoffs are going on, but I kind of been anti-baseball, like the same way kind of you are, Lily, I feel like.
0: I feel like I... Not anti, but ugh. yeah I just I, about it. I mean I like I, I love baseball. I always say like baseball's my first love. But it's hard for me. I, I'm just just like everybody else. Like I, I wish I was special, but I'm not. Um it's it's I think really special. Hard. Thank you. It's hard for me to sit down and want to watch a baseball game when there is a basketball game and a football game and a hockey game on in the basketball and hockey games are playoffs. And it's like, that's why I think there's part of me that really enjoys baseball is because in the summer, it's the only thing on and I really like watching it. And it's very relaxing for me. And I think it's really fun. Um, But it's not about like, I guess it's not about that. I think basketball and hockey and football are more exciting. Um, But just about the fact that it's like, it's a playoff basketball game that's going to be the most talked about game of the year which they all end up being that way recently um or it's going to be a low stakes baseball game in which one team is going to be up by 29 runs um with no hope like why am I gonna watch that and I think that like I mean I think if we're gonna talk about the the big picture of it here like I think that does hurt baseball and it's obviously a temporary thing for this year but it's like it totally does hurt baseball that it's on at the same time as hockey and basketball and obviously that'll change a little bit like in um the next two or three weeks it'll just be baseball and football so baseball will obviously get a bigger slice of the pie but no I I honestly like I always want to say that like I love watching baseball if baseball's on I want to be watching it and I do but like when it comes when it came down to it of like okay there's a playoff hockey game and a playoff basketball game um, that are on, and I'm just flipping between those channels. The baseball game just doesn't get put on, and I I feel bad about that. I do, but it's just just the fact of the matter. Um, so. I mean, I find
1: a real joy in going to games over even mm-hmm. watching them on TV. I always find myself looking at my phone, doing something else when I have it on TV, and then ultimately, like you said, changing the channel. Where like when I'm at a game, it's the atmosphere. It's different. I mean, I follow it. You know, I know what's going on in the news, but like. I just—I've never also been into baseball. You said it's your first love. I've never really felt that way yeah. about baseball. So, anyway, that's what's been going on. We'll in do the, the world, base. Folks.
0: We'll do the is baseball dying podcast another day because that is <laughs> yeah. something I don't think it's it a long but one. We'll get into that later.
1: <laughs> um, Willie, would you like to introduce the new thing that we're gonna do? Okay, today? yeah.
0: So the big thing we're gonna do today. Um, I'm super excited for this. Um, we I got this idea kind of from. As Saturday Night Live does a bit like this, where Colin Jost and Michael Che, the Weekend Update hosts, for Christmas or a gift-giving holiday, they gift each other jokes for the show that day. So they write each other's jokes, and they're putting the cue cards and they do not see them before. So they just read them off. So I thought it would be fun. We are going to do a take swap. Or a freezing cold take swap. Where freezing cold takes. I wrote some hot takes for Jess, and Jess wrote some hot takes for me, and we are going to read them off in a in a like kind of first take like way. Um, and we have not seen them yet. We don't know what the other person wrote, so they're probably going to be like super out of character and just awful. Um, but disclaimer is that we do not believe any of this likely, um, and we're just <laughs> messing with each other. So, do you want to go first? Or do you want? We'll switch off. We'll switch off. We'll switch
1: off. Okay. So should I start first, or you want to start first?
0: I'll go. I'll go. You go. I, yeah, because I read I'm- my first
1: one first. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: I'm not reading that one. That's offensive. <laughs> 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 Please. No, it's no. So- I'm reading. I'm reading the second one. I'm reading the second one. Okay. Oh God. No, I don't want to read. Okay. <sighs> the Boston Red Sox's billion-dollar organization made the right decision trading David Price and Mookie Betts, 2018 MVP Silver Slugger Gold Glove winner, to the Dodgers for average players, all in the name of avoiding luxury tax. <sighs> I'm okay. I'm okay.
1: Was that a that was, um, the wound that you tried to seal for so long?
0: <laughs> it was. Um... Okay. You go. I don't, I, you go. <laughs> you don't have any words left to say to that one. <laughs> no, I mean, I just think like, and I just, this is like people do that, like the argument of like, well, maybe avoiding luxury tax will be good, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong about that, but I am saying, I don't know if anybody's watched baseball in the past year, but trading Mookie wasn't a good idea. Like just straight up plain, nothing to it. I know there's a lot of factors, but like, literally, I think there are several arguments to be made about why this season would have been significantly better if you were on the team. And I'm going to close the book on that one. Yes, your turn. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I would rather, <laughs> I would rather party with Michael Jordan than Dennis Rodman. I think that Michael Jordan would have a far better time on a night out than Rodman.
0: Wow, Jess, didn't know you felt that way. <laughs> Freezing
1: cold. <laughs> Freezing like, cold tape. Dennis is like, when I want to really go out and party at night, I like channel my inner Dennis Rodman.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I I picked another. Okay, I'm ready for the next one.
1: So, guys, we give each other seven and we're each reading five. And we five, get to pick so, five. We
0: get to pick five. So, yeah, so. Okay, this one is, oh, God. The Celtics shouldn't spend big money and offer Jason Tatum a five year max extension in this offseason and instead go for veteran talent for less money and build around Gordon Hayward and hope they make the Eastern Conference Finals again. That would hurt. That's fresh. <laughs> it is also, oh. oh
1: well, God. see, the one that's not so bad about it is that there's no goddamn way that the Celtics aren't going to offer him the max extension and I, think I know
0: that's the it, silver lining to that one
1: is that you're safe there and that's just so far out ridiculous that it, it shouldn't even count
0: yeah okay
1: all right what do you got the color majority ownership is going to absolutely destroy the franchise the Wilfons have invested the time and money to this team and they are just about to turn a corner which they can't do with Cohen buying the team <laughs> Wow! Oh my God, that is like so classic because the will ponds stink. I'm so glad that Steve Cohen bought the Mets.
0: Um okay. Now that Brady is, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now that Brady is on the box, it only makes sense for me to cheer for them now. Bandwagoning is so cool. <laughs> these are these are like these remind me of those things where people are like, if you had to, tw- if you were kidnapped and had to tweet something, what would you tweet so, so that people, people would know no, no, it wasn't you? Yeah. Oh, this is funny.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna pick this one. Okay. Um, the Giants are gonna bring some of the most exciting football to prime time this season. Can't wait to see how far they go. Which is so funny and the only reason I skipped to it was Sunday I was working um, at the restaurant I work at and I watched some football like, you know, here and there when I get to go see it and it's slow, walk out, they were playing at 1 p.m. Against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. This where we had to be. I think it was like 23 to like six when I walked outside. And I was in the kitchen and I walked out and I was like, there was not a lot of people in the bar. And I was like, oh, turn this game off like this is garbage i was like who's watching this i'm like yelling in the bar i'm so angry i'm like we have got to put any other game that's on at 1 p.m like but jess
0: this is the in market game and you're like but why they're
1: like well (laughs) we're all giants fans that's great i'm like do you want to like be depressed for the rest of this Sunday. It's beautiful out. Like, if you're just going to be that, like, nobody's even doing shots right now watching you're
0: this. You're like, game. this is oh, awful.
1: Hey. Oh, that was bad. That was bad.
0: Oh, my gosh. Shit, I'm fired up. Okay,
1: ready? <laughs> <was> sweating.
0: <clears throat> this one's just straight up dumb. <laughs> Marist College Football would give Nick Saban a run for his money. Uh, um SEC is back.
1: Woo. Oh, great. <laughs> Everyone's going to get coronavirus.
0: <laughs> Ooh, oh, Nervous All right. You're All up. Right. Here we
1: go.
0: Is this the last one? No. I. Have... You have one more and I, I – have one more and you have two more. Okay, go.
1: See, now, like, these ones are about the Knicks and i like, that's so sensitive. <laughs> I'm so sensitive. <laughs> I'm really excited to watch James Dolan next season as the Knicks owner. He's doing a fantastic job. <laughs> He's I... doing such a good job that he gets into fights with the only good thing that we have going for us, which is like our fans, people that support us. Fuck him.
0: Okay, I have a question. Um, would you rather um, have James Dolan be the Knicks owner for eternity, or, or you? or you, Jess King, would have to go to every single show that James Dolan plays like with his band?
1: I would take one for the team and just chop my ears off and go (laughs) to every single show that he plays with his band. So then, even if he's not the Knicks owner and we're going with the thing that the Knicks are cursed and even when he is no longer with us... Do you think
0: the Knicks are cursed?
1: I don't know. I, I really don't know because, like, is there a what there In my head? In my nightmares? Okay, so this yes. Is a, this isn't, like, a, a thing. This is, like, a you thing. No, no, this is a me thing. Okay. But like, because I wasn't around, like, existing on this earth that I know of when the Knicks were
0: cool. Some people call it born. <laughs>
1: <laughs> existing on this earth that I know of, um... I don't know it's just like even when he's gone like if my ears are chopped off period and i have to still go to see his band watch at least if they're still bad i don't have to hear all the people booing at them
0: okay when i go to Knicks games i can appreciate that i guess and then i'll just that poke kind my of... eyes. <laughs> then i'll just poke my eyes with force oh and gosh. then pretend that they're winning <laughs> um all right so this is the last one this is oh this is fun um the chicago bulls definitely would have won their nba finals without dennis rodman we both used a Rodman one.
1: That's why I laughed when I saw it. Oh, the, that's so good. We, we emailed this to each other, and I saw Dennis Rodman pop up on the email, and, you and like, I started okay, laughing okay. because I did Dennis Rodman also. Um, and my last one, DeGrom needs to step it up. He has plenty of run support. <laughs> if you believe that, I'm sorry. I cannot help you. Unsubscribe. I can't
0: Unsubscribe. Help uh, okay. Moment of the week, Jess. What do we got last <laughs> week? I'm just changing the subject because it's gonna hurt too much to talk about these.
1: I know these ones. We really did each other dirty on these. I know like, we were like mean. Straight for the home front. Um. All right. But we're
0: both so easy. Like we really like. At it's really easy for us to like
1: get at each other. We're just predictable and basic girls and okay. like sports. I guess. Like okay. all we did was go for hometown teams. Yeah. All right. Moment of the week winner last week Russell Wilson five touchdowns fucking killing it really he's he's solid um so he won last week um he's in the moment of hall of moments of fame i we have got moment of the far. week
0: hall of fame yes okay
1: okay so new 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 things my moment of the week Delante West, a uh, former NBA player, a picture had gone out of him homeless, like a viral picture of him and where he had ended up. And Mark Cuban decided to step in. And he actually, with the help of Mark Cuban, reuniting Delonte West with his mother, he checked into rehab. Hopefully we will hear him of him doing better the next time he comes around the news cycle because kind of a super nice thing to do and that's a good moment for the week.
0: Um, that's a, that is a really good one. You always have, like, these really nice ones. Um, mine is... Where did it go? So, um, there... This is, like, a weird little thing, but I, the, I guess the moment is me finding this out. Um, the sitcom Schitt's Creek um, won a bunch of Emmys last week, And in that, people found out that the set where there's a motel in the show, and the motel is, it's a real motel, uh, and it's in Canada, and it houses, um, like, basketball players for these different basketball camps um, that are done in Canada, and Jamal Murray used to stay there. So, combination of my interest in basketball, Jamal Murray, and Schitt's Creek so yeah that was like cute i like I was, that like, i my my dad told it to me told me that and then um i saw it on twitter and i was like that's fun um all right so those are moments of the week vote on twitter and instagram what you thought the moment of the week was at throwing underscore down
1: on both platforms uh one last order of business lily
0: oh my tweet's good do tweet. you want to is your how do you, no, feel you go, about go, with or... go with your tweet okay first. but mine's really good and we might want to close with it like mine's really good,
1: like really, really
0: good. Like it might be a good closer, and I'm not saying yours isn't, but I, but just like, do some inner reflecting. Is yours close worthy?
1: No. Okay, then
0: you go first. All right, hold <laughs> <What>? on.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm stressed. Again. This one's funny. Imagine if we picked the same one. I don't know if we did. I doubt it. We have different, completely
0: different. If you picked mine, I'm gonna be sad.
1: <laughs> Alright, so this will be so funny. Okay, so Donovan Mitchell today tweeted, Yo, I don't know how some of the ladies in my soul psycho class do it, but we 35, 40 minutes in and I'm dead tired, barely pedaling. But they're in there screaming, Woo, going, going <laughs> fast as hell, like they just started.
0: <laughs> okay. Who tweeted that? Donovan Mitchell? Retweet endorse that, because I have- I just retweeted it. I've been to SoulCycle, uh, and I really like biking. Like, I think that's a really fun, like, form of exercise, but that shit is fucking hard, man. It is hard, and they also do- the whole- uh, the big thing I, I thought was really interesting about SoulCycle is, like, the whole point is, like, you're in a room, and it's dark. Like, it's completely dark, so you don't see other people, so you're not, like- trying to compete with anybody. You're not trying to like, I don't know, be better or like whatever, or compare yourself to people. It's really about you um, and like your inner goals and whatever. And so the instructor is always yelling that it, like reflect, like, who are you? Woo! Who do you want to be? <laughs> And that I'm also like biking, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm not gonna make it. Um, and then they're like, who are you? What do you want to be? And I'm like, oh my gosh, not the time. Like I can, you talk I can about only do one at
1: once, bitch. Um,
0: but then, the, okay. So another thing about Soul Cycle is the Soul Cycle gym studio, whatever you call it, near me. They have opened in the way, in the midst of COVID, um, but their regulations are that it's all outside now. So they moved all the bikes to the parking lot. It's in this, like, shopping center or whatever. Um, and so all the bikes are outside and under a tent. And so I'm like, oh. So not only is it not, like, pitch black in there now and you can't see other people in your class, now everybody at the shopping center, like, it's right when you pull Yeah, names zero names to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm like, oh, literally, now I've exercised. It's so not me because I don't bad. go. But, um. <laughs> so, okay, my tweet of the week. Um, this is really good. So there's a few pieces to it. Uh, Mark Titus tweeted three years or got this text out of the blue three years ago. It is that he tweets the screenshot. The name is Duncan, um, and the text reads, "Hey Mark, my name's Duncan Robinson, and I'm a senior at the senior on the men's basketball team at Michigan." I'm reaching out to you because for one of my classes, we are asked to connect with somebody in the industry that we are interested. I am a big fan of the ringer and specifically your work. Was wondering if you would have some time to connect so I could potentially learn more about your role as a staffer at the ringer in general and the ringer in general. Hope all is well with you. Um, So he says, got this text out of the blue three years ago, read the text, hopped on the phone a couple days later and talked for an hour about getting into sports media because he thought his basketball career was winding down. Three years later, he's about to start in the NBA Finals. What a world. So, like, first of all, that's just unreal that Duggan Robinson was literally in the same position that you and I are in right now. And he texted Mark Titus. And, and in three years, we will not be in the same position as at <laughs> and all. That, and, and then Duncan Robinson just beat my hometown team to make it to the NBA Finals. Now, the text that I'm really wanting to sh- showcase here is Roger Sherman um, quoted the tweet. And his tweet was, the subtext here is that talking for an hour about a career in sports media scared Duncan Robinson straight and convinced him <laughs> that he needed to become the best shooter in the NBA. <laughs> and that is the only tweet I care about. Thank you and very we much. Are. This has been thrown down. I'm going to go play wall ball with my lacrosse stick, and I will see you all later.
1: <laughs> and Guys, it's never just sports. I promise. Ask um, Duncan.
0: Yeah, so also, awesome Duncan Robinson story that I had no idea about. Um, But we're still here. We're still kicking. We're going to keep doing this. I'm not afraid of the
1: sports media industry. Sorry, Duncan.
0: Let's do it. High five. Um, All right. This has been another episode of Throwing Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffrey-Levine. I'm Jess King. And... It's never just sports, guys. We will see you next time. Have a good one.